Welcome back to the Edgy Conversations podcast. I am Dan Walchman. As you know, this is the podcast for driven people with clear goals who want to be their best self. All month, this month, we've been exploring, or I've been exploring, I've been trying to explore this whole idea of radical candor. And one of the reasons why I haven't released as many podcasts as I would like is that I have not yet completely figured out this idea of radical candor. Uh, It's something I know that I need to work on, but it's not something that uh, I naturally, uh, well, not even naturally, because I don't naturally understand it, and I'm not even sure that I understand sometimes um, even the words, like, like the definition. Like, I feel sometimes like if I were explaining pizza to someone who's never seen pizza or heard about pizza or tasted pizza, and you don't even know where to look. You don't even know what you might be thinking about or doing or trying. You're just like, you hear a word and you're like, yeah, that sounds interesting. And the mysterious pizza is basically how I'm viewing radical candor. Then I stumbled onto Kim Scott's book from her time at Google and then later at Apple, where she writes, and she actually taught at Apple University on this idea of radical candor. And she breaks down radical candor into two very simple uh, concepts, which are not simple to implement, but simple to perhaps understand. And it's this, care personally, challenge directly. Those are the two elements of this, care personally, challenge directly, care personally, challenge directly. Those are the two concepts. For practice radical candor, you first have to care personally. And you might even call this building a relationship, right? And then, and then you can challenge them directly. Now she, she highlights four areas uh, that make up most, most of our conversations. There's radical candor, which is, it's the ideal. And then there's a series of other behaviors that, that, that we'll use. Now, here's what's interesting. This is not an all the time on or off thing. It's, it's not like you're all the time bad and, and then all the time good. It's usually some combination of, of all the above, right? It's a, it's a series of daily choices, right? Makes sense? So let's talk through a little bit about this. What are the four operating models? What's, and what is the framework? Well, the framework is really four different beliefs. Now, one or states, I'll say, well, the one state is radical candor. And, and that's the ideal setting. And then there's ruinous empathy, empathy, ruinous empathy, there's manipulative insincerity, and there's obnoxious aggression. What's really neat about her book is that she says if, if you can't have radical candor, which includes this caring personally or, 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 or empathy, the next best thing is obnoxious aggression, right? At least people know exactly where you stand because uh, you're, you're really, really direct. The worst you can have is manipulative insincerity. And that's where you're neither challenging directly nor caring personally. You don't care about people personally and you're not willing to even challenge them directly. And so to, to be candid, it, it's just bad upon bad upon bad. Now, uh, ruinous empathy is where you do care personally, but when it comes to challenging directly, you're not willing to do that. Obnoxious aggression, you're not caring personally at all but you're just challenging directly. So ruinous empathy is the opposite of obnoxious aggression. 
And radical candor is the direct opposite of manipulative insincerity. So on the scale of things, you have care, but not challenge. That would be empathy, ruinous empathy. And by the way, I love the wording ruinous empathy because we often think we need to empathize, empathize, sympathize, care, dig, give, grow, all that kind of stuff. We throw these, these adjectives and verbs at people. Do this, do this, do this, do this. As if that empathy alone will help solve the problem. And it doesn't. Uh, frankly, uh, empathy by itself, it's nice, but it doesn't help people grow. It won't help your team grow. So there's ruinous empathy. On the opposite end of that is this obnoxious aggression where you don't even care. Like you, you have no desire for relationships, no desire for anything other than them achieving work goals. And what you're forgetting is that that often leads, not even often, always leads to burnout. It leads to, um, it look, leads to, it's like, I, I think in my life, I've seen it be uh, short-term gains. So you're, you're happy for a while, you're getting results, but you eventually, you crush their spirit because there's no personal relationship. And they, usually you're, you're that asshole boss that no one cares about, right? Uh, one of the things that Kim Scott talks about, which, which I really, really like, is this phrase to avoid, don't take it personally. Often when you're in a management meeting, you might say something to someone like, ah, don't take it personally. You just suck. Or, you know, it's not working out. Don't take it personally. And what's hard about that is, is that, you know, you should take it personally. Someone will take it personally. It's inevitable that someone will take it personally. And so saying don't take it personally is, is just not just dehumanizing, but it's also kind of ridiculous. It, it won't work, right? Someone has to take it personally. Now, on a different note, let me share with you a couple of the models that Kim Scott talks about. And you do, if you go to RadicalCandor.com, you can find access to her book. You can, by the way, go to any of the places where books are sold and go grab uh, a copy of it. Let me grab a sip of my coffee here. Fantastic. Give me a little extra juice here as I'm talking to you. What's interesting about her model, her ideas, is that in my own life, I can see how, as a leader, I would have delivered better results if I operated in this model. So as far as giving feedback, she'll actually ask people, hey, can I give you some feedback on this? If they say no, then she doesn't give them any feedback. If, if they say, yeah, I do need some feedback, then she can jump in with right away because she has that relationship. Culturally, though, what's interesting is that every you know, if you have especially a multinational company, every sort of type of different type of people that you do business with or engage with, look at this idea of care personally and challenge directly differently. She talks about building out the AdSense team, the advertising team um, in, uh, for Google in Asia, and then an office in Tokyo, and I think eventually one in Beijing. And she was talking about the fact that in the Asian culture, uh, she could not get people to challenge her. To, to criticize and see one of the big things that is required of the radical candor model where you care personally and challenge directly is that before you give criticism, you demand that other people give you criticism first. So you show leadership by accepting that criticism. But when she went to Tokyo and asked for criticism, no one was willing to share anything with her. Then she remembered this concept that Honda used to do when Honda was hiring employees they would make every new employee stand inside a red circle. And this red circle was right in the middle of the factory. 
and they would tell every new employee they could not leave the red circle until they had pointed out 10 things that they thought could be improved. Standing in the circle, looking around, had to say 10 things they thought could be improved before moving on. Isn't that cool? So Honda forced their new employees to give criticism. And Kim jokingly said, do I need to put a red circle in the middle of our office so that all of you will give advice or give criticism? Slightly different, right? Different thoughts in your mind when you think about criticism versus advice. What happened was someone on the team raised their hand and said, we don't like the T that we have. And the T is, is can, can we improve the T? Someone from the United States purchasing had bought some tea and it wasn't good. And, and so their criticism was the tea was not good. Well, of course, Kim did the awesome thing and not only uh, got new tea immediately for them, but she praised the person who gave the criticism and sent around an email to everyone else saying, um, we love it. I love your feedback. Please give me more. And of course, what happened was over the over the over time, she began to began to get even more and more and more solid criticism, feedback from people who genuinely cared about the company, but weren't willing necessarily to just give her criticism that that she had not asked for. So so we we get feedback because we ask for it. Now, I don't know if you ever worked for somebody who is who is uh, manipulative and sincere. Uh, in, in my sales life, sales world, I, I happen to engage with, with people who often fall into this bad habit. From time to time, I find myself becoming manipulative, manipulatively insincere. And when, that, when I spot that inside myself, I have to stop and say, wait a minute, um, this isn't helping anything. In fact, of all the states, ruinous empathy, radical candor, obnoxious aggression, or manipulative and insincerity, this is actually the worst. What do I need to do to fix it? As I self-diagnose, a lot of times my insincerity comes from busyness, busyness. And it might be why you're experiencing insincerity from your boss as well. And Sarah will remind me sometimes, did you just say yes to that? And I'm like, yeah, we'll figure it out. You just told someone yes, you got their hopes up when you have no hope, you have no real interest in doing business with that person or that, yeah, at all. And you just said yes. And so that sort of manipulative insincerity, I, I feel like it's sloppy. It comes from a place where we're too busy to stop and think about how our decisions are impacting other people. And it's deadly to ourselves and it's deadly to the people that we engage with. And it's something that we have to refine, something we have to clean up. It's not usually the result of, of, of having an internal, you know, you're not a bad person. You're not a fraudster. You're not a, you're usually not a person who's, who's a guy made off. You're not trying to scam people. You, you just are emotionally overwhelmed. Your schedule is overwhelmed and you just want all of this to be better, right? And so what do you do? You take shortcuts. And one of those shortcuts is manipulative insincerity. I've been there. It's something I'm working on. How about ruinous empathy? Ruinous empathy is where we, we care, we care, we care. We have personal relationships with people, but we, we don't challenge them. We don't challenge them. We don't push on them to be better. And so what happens is they don't do better. And it's something that all of us would, would, we would get better results if we just improve that. Last but not least, if you're someone who has obnoxious aggression, 
And you might even throw around the words like, I don't even care, man. Everyone should be doing their job. I don't know why people aren't doing their job, you know? Then you're missing out on, on the beauty of the human nature. And what I mean by that is people will swim through fire for you. If they believe in, in what they're doing, if they believe that you care, and with a little bit of coaching and cheering them on, people will do some absolutely fucking amazing things. I mean, absolutely amazing. They will climb mountains. They will jump off of buildings and and I don't know really if they'll jump off buildings, but you know what I mean? They will do some amazing things um, if they actually believe that you care about them. And so while you will get some short-term gain, short-term gains from just saying, grind, I don't care, you will experience such wonder, such joy that it's like anything else you've ever experienced. People will will actually show you how to improve and they'll be better. You'll be better uh, because of that sense of belonging. These are the four quadrants. Today's episode, I just want to challenge you to be aware of these four states. I like the word state, right? Because what state are you in right now? Are you in ruinous empathy where you're so empathetic that people can't really get value because you're not challenging them? Are you in the obnoxious quadrant where people... You're so obnoxiously aggressive that people are going to work, but when you leave, they're going to you know, work hard to not work. Are you someone who is manipulative and insincere? And maybe it's accidental, right? I'll give you, I'll give you that, that option. It could be accidental. But are you someone who's accidentally manipulative because you're so busy? How do we fix these things? Well, first, we're aware of them. And so that's today. I want you to be aware of these four states so that we can then begin to work on them. If you're looking for other people who are just as driven as you, who have clear goals, who want to achieve them, and you want to you want to be around a day of awesomeness, then I want to invite you to Awesome Palooza. You've heard about it before. You've seen the pictures. Uh, you may not have attended. It's a small, intimate gathering where you can you can be around people who care, people who care just as much as you do, and who are driven and want to make uh, changes in their life. Awesome Palooza this year is November third. If you grab your early bird ticket right now, you'll be invited to our VIP dinner the night before. Beer, tacos, axe throwing—it's going to be incredible. More than that, they're going to be around people and build relationships uh, with new information and accountability that will change your life forever. If you haven't seen it, go to awesomepalooza.com. Grab your ticket check in tell us that you want to you want to level up level up your life level up your business level up your uh just yourself and yeah i'd love to see you there i can't wait for it it's a it's november 3rd right around the corner go get your ticket